Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood sub-genres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts Or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Day. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Who's that, Flame fan? Yeah, that's Flame fan. What up, Red? Flame, salute to my guy, Flame. Well, not my, well, you know, my people. Shout to Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe. There you go. I I said, I thought it was, what's it called? Misgender him. Uh, See? See? Oh, my gosh. Shout to Flame Monroe. It's her fault, because Flame calls herself a he, she, we. Okay. All right. Look. Yeah. Shout to Flame. But that's bro. my peoples. There you go. Yeah, peoples. That's, that's, the, that's the moral of the story. All right. Good morning. Well, good morning. Yesterday was election day. Yes, it was. I didn't even vote till like 8 30 at night. Yeah, but the polls I did. closed at 9 in New York. Yeah, I voted like 6 6 30. It was empty when I went to. There was like two people there. So that was good. At least I was in and out. Yeah, I tried to I tried to stay up to watch uh, a lot of the results. I fell asleep around halftime though. Halftime. 
Right? Some of them were declared. It, like, yeah, some of them was declared. Some yeah, of them was still in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's fourth quarter now for some some of them. Uh, Stacey see. Abrams lost, right? Yeah, she lost. Stacey Abrams lost. Westmore won in Maryland. Yep. That's a nice that's a nice that's one. That's a great one. Hoku won. Kathy Hoku won. Kathy Hoku won in New York State. I know my senator Hakeem Jeffries is back in there again, reelected. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know I don't know how a lot of the Senate races played out. Dr. Oz lost. Oh, Dr. Oz did lose? Yes, yeah, he Dr. did. Dr. Oz lost. Oh, okay. That okay. was a key Senate seat that got flipped oh, in Dr. Pennsylvania. Right. So. Dr. Oz lost. Yeah, it was, too, it was too close to call when I went to sleep. Yeah, now they, they said he lost. I'm trying okay. to anything else I remember. Her, I know Warnock and um, yeah, Hershel Walker, right? And Hershel Walker, they're, they're saying there could potentially be a runoff. It's about 96% in, but it's within a point. Wow. So that could potentially end up being a runoff. Man, I wonder how Ralph Warnock feels about himself. <laughs> <laughs> do you blame yourself or do you blame the people of Georgia? You gotta blame the people. Like what of do you Georgia. do? Like who who do you who do you who look at when vote? you see a situation like that? People of Georgia. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But I'm t- I told y'all Herschel communicates in a very simple way. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's not even about how Herschel communicates. Let's be clear, it's not about how Herschel the candidate is. It's the strength of the Republican Party. Because the the Republican Supporters know it doesn't matter who wins; they're gonna fall in line with the whole party. That's all they care about. They just care I, about getting the seat. And I'm looking at Arizona too. We were talking about Republican Carrie Lake and how she was saying that if you know she wins, no matter what, even if she doesn't. So we'll see what happens. Who's winning that? Who's winning that now? It's too I close still, to call. It's still too close to call. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Now, other question. Who won the Powerball? I know oh, we're going to talk about I that I saw in that a was second. $20 million this morning, so somebody Over won. $2.04 $2. billion. Oh, they didn't update the sign then. I, I passed the Powerball sign a this morning. It said $20 million. No, no, I mean the lady that won the, the, the big Oh, one. she won. She won. Yeah. Oh, okay, she okay. Won I thought one. you were saying won. it went up. No, no, no. She oh. won. She won. How you know it's a lady? I don't. You just said it, it was, was one single ticket. One single ticket in California. I that. that ain't fair. They need to change that. I said we're gonna talk about it. When the, when the Powerball is that big, one person can't. Win. Uh, why not? The nah. one that hasn't come forward yet, guys. Oh, I wouldn't either. California. What part of Cali? We got a family in Cali. I do actually. Mm. Can you remain anonymous in Cali? I don't think so. I don't think you can. All right. Well, you don't know. We'll find out. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Um, what should we start? Should we? All right, we'll start with the Powerball jackpot winner, but then we'll also talk about some of these key elections. All right, we'll get to all that next. Get your ass up. It's the Breakfast Club. Can we? Can you stop that right fast? I love Scissor. Can we just get something a little? Uh, you say you want a Scissor? That's Wednesday, bro. Something she day. got a new song. Sure, we're not playing that. No, you know we're we're, know. we're late here. Let's play it's something. Still my song though. Why you want a Scissor? Don't you got a wife? Yeah. And she was cuddling all night. You come here to Scissor. You want Scissor me? No. Oh, why are you talking about Scissor? Because you just said now. You said I love Scissor. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Stick up. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? How y'all feel out there, man? Let's get in some front page news. All right, Yee. Where you want to start? Uh, well, let's start with that Powerball jackpot that we were just talking about. A single winning ticket. Mm-hmm. $2.04 billion Powerball lottery ticket was sold in Altadena, California. God bless. So that is the winner mm-hmm. of the largest lottery prize ever. It was sold at a Joe's service center, and there was just one winner. That's uh, congratulations. The odds person. of that are a one in two hundred ninety-two point two million chance. So you win God that much you. money, and anybody around you should get some money. No, everybody. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know that person's situation. Now the jackpot that person might was not like nobody. One point nine billion, <laughs> but grew to two point zero four billion by the time of the drawing. So. There you have it. And everybody would get money. Even everybody appeared. So why not? That's a lot of money. Why not? You don't know that person's situation. That person might not like their family. They might like not like none of their friends. They might be scorned. 
Okay, well, might be might be that person and they catch. Well, if that person needs a friend, I'm there for them. By the way, I hate you people who do stuff like that. Leave what? a bunch of money to your pets. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I'm not even joking. Your I don't dog. like y'all. What? I really just like you. If you were y'all. the pet, you would like it. The pet don't even know. How, you How do you know what a pet knows? Okay, sure. Yeah, so let me ask you a question. When the last time you've been somewhere and seen a pet at the at the register spending some money? I'd seen that. Huh? No, knock it off. I'll just say anything. <laughs> My dog is brilliant. <laughs> and now the person who sold the ticket, the owner of the gas station, did get a million dollars for being the retailer who sold the winning ticket. But that jackpot was so high, they didn't even have the right signage for it. So instead of millionaire made here, they had to tape a B over the sign to say billionaire made. Lord have mercy. I feel like they should have got more. I thought it, I thought it's usually a percentage of what they get. Maybe not. You get a million dollars. Okay. That's what they got. Well, you take it. All right. Now we're still waiting to uh, find out who gets control of Congress. Right now, there's 48 Democrats and 48 Republicans in the Senate. Yeah, that, yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. House and in the, the House, Senate still hanging the balance. 178 Democrats and 198 Republicans. Uh, so we're still waiting to find out some of those results. Mm-hmm. But again, I think there's like a 10-person chance, like a margin of error. So that could also change too. So did my guy Tim Ryan win in Ohio? Did he, did he win his? I don't. I think um, the Republican. Oh no, nah, JD mention. Vance won. I'm looking yeah, at JD it Vance won. I saw that this morning. Who to my guy Tim Ryan? No man. Let's see. Good Gretchen, right Gretchen Whitmer won in Michigan. I yes. believe, yes. Okay. Yep. All right. So we're following all of these governor races as well. Um, and I know we said this already earlier, but Kathy Hochul won over Lee Zeldin in mm-hmm. New York. I don't think Lee Zeldin has conceded yet, though. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and Florida, DeSantis won again. So easily. He's the projected, yeah, pretty that was easily. easy money for uh, DeSantis. In Georgia, uh, Kemp beat Abrams. Mm hmm. And that's the projected winner there. Maryland, like we said, Westmore is the how winner. It, how much did he win by? Do we know what the what So the far, all was? the votes aren't in, but 53.4% compared to her 45.8%. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah. So those are some of those races that we're still keeping an eye on on certain places, too, though. But, yeah, that's the election so far. And we'll keep you updated because these results are still coming in this morning. And that is... Your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Again, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Dre from Queens. Dre from Queens. What part of Queens? Southside, man. Southside. All right, get it off your chest, bro. Yo, two things. Yo, Envy, man, I wanted to shout you out because back in the day, you did a toy drive with that other station. You came through to the Boys and Girls Club in Queens. And the kid that met you there, he's grown now. He was just happy that he got the picture. He's like, yo, I met him. I said, yo, if you find the picture you took for him, let me get it. I'm going to send it to him. So you did one of them good things back in the day, man. Wanted to shout you out for that. Oh, that's dope. Man, I'm not touching this Powerball thing, man. They didn't do the live draw Monday night. Then Tuesday afternoon, there was still nothing. Then all of a sudden, they pop over these numbers and somebody won. It's always always a conspiracy when things don't go your way, right? Always. Yo, listen, the live drawing did not show. It says a technical difficulty. How is it technical difficulty for ping pong balls with a number on it? Yeah, I never even knew that they did Powerball drawings on Monday night. That was new to me. Yeah, they they drew the numbers. They didn't do it. And then all of a sudden, they pop over these numbers and somebody won. One person? I'm not. One person. Not trusting it. 
What right. if it was you that won? Would you trust it? Yep. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, brother. That's why it's so important to keep doing those uh, toy <laughs> drives and giving back. You never know who you're going to run into and you can change their life and make them feel good. So we do them in Queens, uh, Patterson, where I, I invest a lot of money in Atlantic City as well. That's right. Continue to do the. I know Charlemagne does them in South Carolina. I know he does them in Brooklyn. So we continue to just give back to our community to make Speak- sure people know that we do love them and appreciate them and support them. Speaking of which, I have my uh, annual turkey giveaway on November twenty. No, November nineteenth, from ten a.m. to twelve p.m. at uh, Berkeley High School in Monks Corner, South Carolina. So. Yeah, you know how we get down. Every year I do my annual turkey giveaway. So November 19th, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Berkeley High School. It's happening. Yeah, we start now. It's next Sunday. We're actually uh, doing a, we do a rally and we raise money to buy, purchase the turkeys. And then we go to every hood from Philly to uh, Connecticut and drop off turkeys. We usually do about 30,000 turkeys and we try to just get everybody involved from each hood. So... That starts next Sunday. Shout out to PCNY. We do it. Well, I ain't got to do no 30,000 turkeys. No, I, come 30, from, turkeys. I come from a small town of uh, <laughs> Monks Corner, South Carolina. Has a- hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hello 
am comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 9,000 people, 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we don't have to do 30. What about <laughs> some tofu curry? What do you call them? Tofu or furkies? Yeah, toe furkies. Man, for please. vegetarians. Nah, my people want me. We want. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to give people? you a hug. Yo, get out of here, no, man. No, no, man. Get out of here. No, Hello, no, who's no, Get no. out of here. Get away from me. Get away from me. Man. Get away from me, man. Woo! Hump day, baby. My people want me. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Yeah. What's your name? Yeah, hello. Yeah, what's your name? My name is John from the Tri-State. What's up, from John from the Tri-State? Get it off your chest. What's up, man? Um, Shout out to you guys. You did every Angela D. Charlemagne. Peace, King. I just have a quick question. You know, um, end of the segment, donkey of the day and whatever. And I know that, you know, a lot of times Charlemagne um, does the the mental health one personally. Well, he gave donkey of the day to And it kind of messed the guy up. How do you feel about that? You know, because I know you preach that, like, you know, mental health getting healing, but you're kind of embarrassing certain people who are, the majority of them are not celebrities, so their faces 
are not um nobody really knows them except for the people who they know you say they stay and where they're from obviously the people who know them know where they live and stuff so it becomes not only an embarrassment but a target you let know, me, and like uh, I said, let me, me say this again. Okay. I'm trying to cut you off. I am a fan of the segment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But for instance, and I'm just give one example. I know there's other callers. That donkey of the day that you gave earlier this week with that with that young kid who tried to rob the store and said, "Oh, I was just joking." Yeah, we know we he caught cold feet. And at the age of 18, 17, we all did stupid things. But to give that little kid donkey of the day was kind of like, you know, he made a mistake and he caught it. And the good thing he did, yeah, he deserved to be in trouble. But the fact of the matter is, he he had a change of heart. Well, my brother, uh, my brother, I totally disagree, and I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm gonna tell you why I do that segment. You know, that segment is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid, and we try to make those teachable moments. Even though that man caught cold feet, think about how bad that situation could have went. He could have got shot yeah. by the cashier. He could have got shot by somebody in the store who might have wanted to defend the cashier. He might. He could have got shot by the police who ran up in there. So what that does when I call that out is, I hope deters other people from making those same kind of mistakes. Got it from doing stuff like that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And by the way, so what do you think I, 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 about their mental health though? Like, you know, embarrassing people that no, I'm not saying you are. And like I keep saying, I'm a fan. Uh-huh. But what do you what do you say about that? I don't think I'm embarrassing them. I think I'm highlighting something that they already did. They should they should be embarrassed by what they already did. All right. I, I'm not making these people do these things. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Say it with your we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This is Gerv Twan from Seattle. Hey, Gerv, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just want to get off my chest, man. It's, you know, like you know, sometimes you know, this is for you know, for whoever needs to hear this. But you know, sometimes life can get tough. You know, we've got to continue to keep getting up and keep pushing and all that stuff. You know, and honestly, you know, just be blessed that God blessed us with the day. That's you know, it. Live every day. That's it, brother. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, good morning. Oh, good morning. Oh my God. <laughs> um, hey, I'm Bree. I'm from Central Florida. Hey, Bree from Central Florida. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning, chest. Bree. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm sick of being a truck driver. They're like, they're, <laughs> I'm over it. Like over the road. Mm-hmm. But people be cutting you off. Yeah. Well, no, it's the pay. Oh. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do like, it. Well, you know, people, they look at truck drivers and they think, oh, they're getting paid all this money. But it's not what they think. Damn. The companies, they, they try to undercut you. Mm-hmm. Zip code to zip code pay instead of mileage pay. It's frustrating, you know? I'm sorry, are you in your truck now? Don't you ask her yeah. to blow that blow horn. Blow that horn for me, I mama. knew it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I have on my headset, so... So blow it anyway. We will, we'll hear it. Go ahead, Envy. Blow it. He's married. Okay. Yay! Envy, <laughs> pull your shirt down. Why Shut are you up. flashing everybody? <laughs> this guy's crazy. You have a good morning. Be safe out there on the road, all right? All right. Thank you. Y'all ready now? Y'all never did that as a kid when y'all went on the road? You see a truck and you blow the horn there, blow the you horn. Can't, you didn't see the truck, Envy. I know, but you can hear We're it. She's in it. God, you guys. You didn't are. have to flash us. Man, you guys are poopy heads. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Kyrie Irving is still a hot topic. We'll tell you what he had to say as he sat down with the leader of the Jewish Anti-Defamation League, uh, Jonathan Greenblatt. Okay, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kyrie Irving. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. Listen up. <clears throat> All right, well, we've been talking about Kyrie Irving for quite some time now and the things that he has to complete in order to be able to rejoin the Nets. You know, he has to issue a verbal apology and condemn the film that he posted, share the apology on social media, complete sensitivity training, meet with Jewish leaders in the Brooklyn community, meet with Joe Tsai, who's the owner of the Nets, and make a $500,000 donation to anti-hate causes. He did, he did a lot of that already, though, right? He apologized for it. He condemned some of it. Well, he did. He gave um, the money, but they gave the money back. Uh, he did meet yesterday with the NBA commissioner Adam Silver, and they said it was a very quote productive and understanding visit. And according to reports, uh, Adam Silver was furious with Kyrie after several opportunities to denounce anti-Semitism and the contents of the film. He said he would meet with him in person to address the matter. A lot of people are weighing in and saying what they think. Here is Nick Cannon, who sat down with Jonathan Greenblatt, the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. The two of them talked about the different inc- the incident and what they both think. I can wholeheartedly say I know Kyrie Irving is not anti-Semitic. When given the chance to say, are you anti-Semitic or not, he didn't say, no, I'm not anti-Semitic. And the movie is saying white Jews invented the Holocaust and six million Jews didn't get killed. Okay, I, I know that isn't right. Right. There's a gigantic historical record. Jewish people know when you dehumanize us this way, we know what's around the corner. Those are the tropes that dehumanize Jewish people. The slave masters would bring the one that gets out of line. So all the other slaves would see. Lash after lash showed them the power to set an example. So when we see the six things that Kyrie must do to get his job back, right. that's dehumanizing. All right. Now, like I said, a lot of people are weighing in. So Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics is also the vice president of the Players Association, said that he thinks those requirements are way too harsh. He said after Kyrie uh, meets with Silver, he hopes that the league and the Players Association can set guidelines to better handle similar situations in the future. He told the Boston Globe, I don't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic. I don't think people in our governing bodies think he's anti-Semitic. He made a mistake. We understand from an outside perspective how important sensitivity is to not condone hate speech and not condone anything of that nature. It's sensitivity to the dialect around that. We don't want to stand up for somebody in order to not condemn hate speech. But I don't believe Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic, and hopefully the NBA feels the same way. There's an interesting distinction between when somebody sa- what somebody says verbally and what somebody posts as a link on a platform platform with no description behind it. Some people will argue there's no difference and some people will argue there is a difference. It's definitely a big difference. And so he said this is uncharted territory for everybody and everybody is trying to figure out the difference between the two. And I, and, and, and they are just uh demands, right? And I, I read yesterday that those demands um came from the came from the Nets. Yeah, it's not Nets. from the league, it's yeah. from the Nets. I don't I don't think it's right though. I mean, he apologized. He said what he did was wrong and it should be done with, right? That's empathy, right? But the fact that you're making him do six things to get his job back, well, I've never I, seen that before. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, the things Kyrie was doing prior to these comments. Because I read in Hype Beast yesterday, like, those demands came from the Nets because the Nets owner is disappointed. And this is what the Hype Beast said. Uh, he's, the Nets owner is disappointed and fed up with Kyrie's antics. And so they crafted these demands knowing that Kyrie wouldn't complete all six. And that could, you know, subject him to potential outright release. Yeah, but as an organization, that just seems crazy to give somebody six things to do after he apologized and said he was wrong. 
Well, Adam and Silver, we've never seen this before. We've seen people do all types of wild stuff. We've seen white people wear blackface. They apologize, and it seems like they didn't have six things that they had to do they to did, get they, back. They, they weren't in the NBA. What are you talking about? But man? it doesn't matter. Stop it, giving false equivalents. No, but it's their but organization. Adam, it's, uh, it's their organization that does it. It's what no organization, organization do these people work for? Well, according Whatever to reports, because the meeting went well yesterday, they are on the road to figuring out Kyrie coming back and playing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but a lot of people have weighed in. Like I said, Kendrick Perkins says that he would tell Kyrie to sit out the rest of the year if he was running the Nets. He said, I can't bring Kyrie back into that locker room. We just heard Kevin Durant speak on the camaraderie. Guys come together basically in fellowship. The locker room and the basketball card is the guy's sanctuary. This is when they come together. This is their livelihood. Um, but we've heard other people say, you know, the opposite. And so... Again, like I said, everybody is is weighing in on, on what they think. And I'm really ready to watch that whole conversation. And I'm glad uh, Nick Cannon took a break from populating the world to have it because Nick's been through mm-hmm. it, so he can really speak to it. And you cannot have a productive conversation about other communities if you're not talking to said community. So we all need to be talking to each other. So I can't wait to hear it. Now, Julius and, and- Irving had told uh, TMZ that he thinks that uh, there's not going to be any problem with Kyrie Irving playing uh, and continuing to play because he said, you know, team owners are greedy and he's going to end up in the league playing for somebody no matter how toxic he is. As long as he's young enough to score those buckets and do what he does, be Kyrie, he's going to have a job. We can't act like the NBA isn't consistent. This is pretty consistent with the with the NBA. You know, Donald Sterling, Donald Sterling makes racist comments. You know, he gets kicked out of the league. He got to sell his team. The owner from the Suns, he makes racist, sexist comments. He gets suspended for a year. Now he's got to, you know, sell his team by the end of the year. So the NBA is really consistent. I forgot the player who posted a gay slur a few weeks ago on his his Instagram, you know, they're, they're really consistent with how they handle these type of things all across the board. All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. All right. Front page news next. What are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about these elections and what's happening in real time. We're watching as everything is getting updated and the control of Congress is in the balance right now. We'll tell you where we're at. All right. And also next hour, Icewear Vezel will be joining us. What up, Doe? What up, Detroit? We're going to be kicking with him in a little bit. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Somebody listening to that right now, ready to go to work and fight. <laughs> you, you listen to that song, and you're going to go to work, and you're going to dare somebody to try you. Goodness gracious. All right. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? All right. Well, we're looking at what's happening with these elections right now in the Senate. 48 Democrats, 48 Republicans. So the control of Congress is still hanging in the balance in the House. 178 Democrats and 199 Republicans. So still a long road ahead of us. Um, And one thing is clear, though. I think Republicans thought that it would be a red wave. That's what they were anticipating as they talked about the economy, uh, violence, all of those things that have been happening. But according to President Barack Obama's former campaign manager on MSNBC, David Plouffe said this should teach us a lesson that voters always have the last word. So it's still possible that the Republicans will recapture the House of Representatives. That'll be the first time since 2017 that happened. But if they do, it still will be narrowly. And typically the party that doesn't have uh, the presidency tends to gain ground in the midterms because people are motivated to vote against the president. Mm -hmm. And the president's supporters aren't that motivated to vote for more of the same. 
game. So usually extraordinary circumstances will make a party popular enough to avoid what happens during the midterms. But, uh, you know, it's not looking like it's going to be the wave that they thought that it would be uh, so far as mm-hmm. we're watching what's happening. All right, guys. Did y'all vote? Of course we voted. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure, you know, some people felt like uh, absolutely they the, didn't have uh, to do that in New York. Kathy Hochul duty. looks like uh, she beat Lee Zeldin. She'll be the first ever woman elected governor of New York. Now, unfortunately, in Georgia, we see that Stacey Adams uh, did not win there. Stacey Abrams. I mean, Stacey Abrams. Sorry, what did I say? Stacey Abrams. You said some shoes. You said some dress shoes. You said some dress shoes. That's what you said. Whatever Ralph Warnock wore and Herschel Walker wore, you said lost. Stacey Adams. Okay. (laughs) All right, right now in Georgia, as we're looking at Warnock and Walker, uh, Warnock is winning by 49.2%. Walker has 48.7%, with 96% of the estimated votes in. I blame Donnell Rollins. Donnell Rollins said he wanted Herschel Walker to win. He endorsed Herschel Walker. He He said that. Yes, he did. He endorsed Herschel Walker, and he said that Herschel would be great for comedy. He said, let's go, Herschel. That's exactly what he said, his exact words verbatim. Now let's go to what Stacey Abrams had to say about losing the election. Tonight, I am am doing what is clearly the responsible thing. I am suspending my campaign for governor. I may no longer be seeking the office of governor, but I will never stop doing everything in my power to ensure that the people of Georgia have a voice. And while I may not have crossed the finish line, that does not mean we will ever stop running for a better Georgia. We will never stop running for the truth that we know to be true, for the people we know need to see us, for the ones who don't know they deserve to stand, let alone run. And tonight, we must be honest, even though my fight, our fight for the governor's mansion may have come up short, I'm pretty tall. All right, Stacey now. Abrams will be fine. She, she, she'll have significant power in the Democratic Party for at least the next decade. She's a phenomenal organizer. She's amazing. Yeah, Stacey's mm-hmm. going to be fine. Now, Democrat John Fetterman will win the Pennsylvania Senate race against Dr. Oz, flipping that seat and also boosting Democratic hopes of keeping their majority. So that was one that I think was pretty close that people were concerned about as well. Abortion rights were on the ballot. I know in Michigan, uh, they still have their governor, and that was one of the main things that people were concerned about. Uh, now, ex-Trump official is blaming Donald Trump for holding the Republicans back. Alyssa Farrah Griffin, who served as the White House communications director under Donald Trump, says that midterm election sh- uh, results show that Republicans have to divorce themselves from Donald Trump if they want to thrive. And y'all know next week Donald Trump is supposed to have some major announcement. So we'll see what that is. It's supposed to be his, uh, announcing that he's running for president in 2024. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And, you know, DeSantis did win. Also, blowout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people were saying how that was just a phenomenal performance for him. Beto but what lost does too, that, right? Um, Beto, yeah, he, he lost, 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 lost as well. Yeah. And so with mm-hmm. DeSantis, though, you know, people are saying that he could potentially be running for president as well. So what does that mean? All right. And that is your front page news. And we'll keep you guys updated on what's going on with these elections. Uh, Democrat Westmore will be the first black governor of Maryland, too. And Massachusetts elected its first female governor as well. so Ooh, New York elected his first female governor, too. That's yeah, right. I started with that. Yeah, Kathy Hochul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was a governor, but that was after um, Cuomo She wasn't down. elected, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. All, All right. right, well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Icewear Vezza will be joining us. Of course, he's from Detroit. What up, Doe? We're going to kick it with him when we come back. He has a new deal and talks about everything that's going on. New music, him. too. That's right. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Black Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Icewear Vezo. What it do, brother? How you feeling? Man, you look good, brother. You make a whole lot of new money. You heard, I'm trying, man. (laughs) (laughs) I just look like it. That's all. (laughs) How you feeling, though? Man, I'm feeling good, bro. I'm blessed. Everything well. Kids good. Old lady good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Taking it one day at a time, brother. That's right. I'm glad you're up here because since you signed with Quality Control, I'm like, we got to get Vezo back on the show. Yeah, I appreciate that, too. Clearly, it was a very lucrative deal. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We actually did a partnership 50 50. Okay. So, you know, that's why, you know, I, I appreciate that situation. I appreciate P for, like, you know, letting me approach it as a as a, as a a young boss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And making it, just, you know, teaching me the business and showing me how everything works and allowing me that opportunity to grow my company as well. So we did a 50 50 partnership, you know. I did convince you to, to, to partner with QC. What was that conversation like? I convinced myself, honestly, you know, uh, me and P been building for probably like a year and a half straight without talking no business, none of that. You know, we just been vibing and moving around and, and, and growing to, to understand each other, mm-hmm. you know, and learning each other mentally. You know what I mean? And I just like how bro rock. I like how he operate. I like how he think. And, you know, he ain't he ain't no selfish dude like he won't. He won't youngins to really, you know, get get everything out of that. You know, it's bigger than just. Being an artist, you know, P gonna show you how to really, really turn up and think for the long run and not just like a rapper at that moment, you know. So I felt like it was a perfect situation for me, which it was to me. And I think I saw somewhere that uh, you said Takeoff take off was the first person to embrace you as an independent artist. Literally, man. Takeoff back in like 2015. Takeoff came to my restaurant. I had bought a restaurant when I was a kid and a car wash and a dispensary. Takeoff was in Detroit. He DM'd me like, bro, I'm in your city. Let's link, tap in. He pulled up at the restaurant, bro, and he just he gave me a lot of game, like a lot of motivation. I was fighting a fair case at the time, and he told me like, bro, like just seeing everything you got going on and how you moving and just knowing how, how you know how young you is right now, you know, like, bro, you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna be big, bro. Stick to the music, you're gonna be something when you get out. Wow. You know, promote my music and posting my music, gave me a verse, all that. Like, he was the first ever. Wow. In real life. Yeah, the and first. It, so. And it came back full circle. So, I'm sure when you connected with QC, I'm, I'm sure he was one of the first people to congratulate you. Absolutely. He definitely was. Even before we, uh like, locked the deal down, he kind of heard about it. He like, bro, that's a good move, bro. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? Keep doing your thing. And, you know, it's just it's just an unfortunate situation, like, with, with Tate, because... Bro, really a solid dude. And, you know, people say that every time somebody pass, you know, but, like, he genu- he genuinely was that. He was a good brother, like a real good guy. He had his head on his shoulders. And one thing about Takeoff, he never tried to be somebody or something that he wasn't. He was always him- himself, from my understanding, you mm-hmm. know, from how I knew him and how-, how I met him, you know what I mean? So rest in peace, Takeoff. Do black men ever truly escape, man? Honestly, to an extent, yeah, but for the most part, right now, it don't seem like it. Mm-hmm. It don't seem like it. You know, we living in a time where everybody got something to prove. You know, everybody worried about what the next person think about them. And right now, to me, I think the uh, black man biggest downfall is they pride. It's the pride. Pride is the pride is our number one downfall. You know, we let our pride get in the way. And 
every time I ever use my pride, I fail right after that. You know, I learned that the hard way. So, you know, no, nah, with, with with the pride and the ego and throw the money in the play, it's just, it's just it's too much, bro. And I think we gotta. I don't think we. I don't think we. We giving ourselves the chance to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, we not letting ourselves elevate because we too focused on on worldly things. You know, I I just learned recently learned that. Um, men's number one cause of depression is environmental stress. Mm. Literally, that's the number one cause, environmental stress, meaning everything that we around and everything that we surround ourselves around, you know. So until we able to kind of evaluate who and what we got around us and change our, our environment, we're not going to allow ourselves to grow. How do you think having your wife has actually helped you through so many different things, though? Having a great partner, I think, is one of the most supportive things that you can have absolutely my wife play a real like a the biggest part in my life you know it been you know women mature faster than us and there's so many times where i thought like foolishly and childishly and she checked me you know what i'm saying like my wife is like my is my backbone she is that same part that that at times i don't have you know and and i know when i got married god blessed me in a different way you know, because it gave me some type of foundation to, to fall back on and something to stand on. Like, you know, I say this all the time. Like, the best the best attribute a woman got is their intuition. That's that That's other right. sense. Like, a woman's intuition is, is unbelievable. You know, anytime my wife ever told me something, she ain't never been wrong. And I, I learned the hard way to, to not ignore her, mm-hmm. to not ignore her feelings, to not ignore her thoughts and, and you know, and her views on on pretty much everything you know so I, without my wife i don't know where i'd be at and i genuinely mean that like she 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 stood tall for me a million times and don't it feel good it. speaking on that intuition don't it feel good when when she know you solid when she know you doing what you supposed to be doing because they know when we doing the bullshit. Yeah, do. but when they, they when we when we get our shit together they know that too that feels so that. good it feel amazing she know me sometimes I feel like she know me more than i know myself all right you know she know what i'm about to up before I f up. Yeah. It ain't no lying to her. You can't lie to no woman that really know you. You know what I mean? That's real. Like you said, it, it do feel amazing when she know, like, you know, I am trying to grow. I am trying to elevate. I am trying to be different and think different as much as I can. And she acknowledged that and I get rec- recognition for that. And I mm-hmm. feel like I don't do that for her enough. You know, we be so quick. I be so quick to, you know, blame when somebody else f up. But when I f up, it just be more like, you know, uh, whatever. But you know, she she understand me, and I appreciate that one. Now you talked about ego earlier, and I want to talk to you because you've been in the music game for a long time, like a decade. Yeah, long you know, time. Really, and so was there a period of time when you felt like people didn't believe in you anymore because you did get locked up and then come back home, and you know sometimes it takes a while yeah, to build back up to where do. you have to be. Absolutely. When I got out of prison, I felt like everybody gave up on me. Well, not everybody, you know, except like Chanel and like my team at the time. But yeah, like I I, I heard that too. Like, man, Holmes finished. He threw, you know, went to jail. There's always too many rappers rapping right now. How he going to play it? But but honestly, that motivated me and it made me go hard. Like every time I'm told what I'm not able to do, you know, I do just that, you know, because only God got any type of say so over my life. All it took was a hit song, too. That's all it takes. They like, oh, yeah. he got one. Yeah, he got one. And another one and another <laughs> <back>. one. Like, <laughs> so how do you treat like the doubters, that. though? Like, the people you know that <laughs> on you, have something bad to say about your name, how do you treat them once Thank the you. success comes? I treat them good. 
so I can show them that I'm going to never be like them. You know? <laughs> That's how you make somebody feel foolish. You get them the opposite energy that they give you, you know, depending on that energy. You know what I mean? Especially the doubters. Mm -hmm. You heard like the that say sucker and jealous and just weirdo You know, I, I, I let people know. I, I, I know how you felt. I know what you thought, but check it out. You know, what you got going on, I probably can help you out with this situation. Mm -hmm. You know, let's try to change each other. You heard? Like, I'll never be like you because I ain't let nobody change my energy or change the way I view anything because if they do that, then I'm just like them. All right. You heard? All right, we got more with Icewear Vezza. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. In Detroit. Oh, man. That now, was Young. <laughs> Did you do the, um, the giant slide? Hell yeah, I used to scratch all my joints up. <laughs> my J's up. Man, the giant slide was really something to do back then. Now that shit like a trap. That so is viral. it different now than it was? Absolutely. It's terrible. It's just bad. It ain't it ain't good at all. They gotta redo that. Detroit, y'all gotta redo that. We gotta do better with the giant slide. You might have to do that's something that you might have to help renovate. <laughs> I love to do that. Right. I love to do that. Turn the giant slide back up. <laughs> Cause I saw I saw you just I saw something uh, you bought your childhood home or a home you grew up in earlier yep, this year. Yeah, I did, and I uh, I actually bought it and gave it to my mom. But you know, I I, I didn't really buy it to just like renovate and sell mm -hmm. it and make money off of it. I just got so many memories in there, and like you know, it, it's I had a lot of special moments in that in that house. So you know, I just wanted to keep it in our family, and I bought it and gave it to my mom, and we doing everything to get it back up to date. We not renting it out. We not selling. We not doing nothing with it. We just wow. going to have it. We just going to have it. Now, you got yeah. the Gangsta Grills DJ drama mixtape yeah, coming. Yeah, man. Yep, December 8th. Drama really back out here like it's the early 2000s, <laughs> for Man, real. drama turned up. Drama got that sauce. We got some, we got some shit, though. We got something crazy for y'all. I can't wait. December 8th. It's called God Bless the Six, right? Paint the, paint the City. Paint the I was going to call it God Bless okay, the okay. Six, but I changed the Oh, that's the, the single, City. God Bless the Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called Paint the City, December 8th, DJ Drum, the Gangsta Grill. You still live in Detroit? Yeah, yeah. You feel like Detroit is really having a time right now, too. Yeah, like I do. Like, just seeing all the artists that are... every. I feel like everybody want to sign a Detroit artist, too. I do. I feel like that, too. We we having a moment right now. You know, I feel like every city get their chance and get their little wave. And right now, we got ours, you know. We just got to gotta keep it keep it coach. We got to grind it out, you know what I'm saying, and just... And just navigate, just move through this shit. Don't let that money get to our head and keep it, keep thugging, you heard? Let's talk to the Detroit business. I saw uh, Royce, Royce said that there's a misunderstanding between young Detroit rappers and, and, and Eminem. How you feel about that? I mean, at the end of the day, it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as a fan, I love Eminem music. I grew up listening to Eminem when I was a shorty, but, and I got real love for Royce. Like, one thing about Royce, he always show us love. He always support us. He always shout us out. He do everything he can do to help us out. He really do. I can't take that away from Royce. But it is what it is. Like, we don't know him. We just don't, we don't know Holmes. We don't know him at all. Like, we don't know him. We ain't, I don't know nobody that ever met him, ever seen them. And I think, I think Royce and M kind of get the impression that we feel like Holmes owe us something. But it's not that. Like, everything ain't always about a favor or money. And like, you know, they taking it the wrong way. We just saying, like, you a legend, you a goat, like, you big, like, bro, like, where are you? We want to see you. Can we get some knowledge? Can we get mm -hmm. some game? Can we get some motivation? Anything. That, that's all we asking for. But we not we not speaking from a standpoint as like, yeah, bro, you, you got to sign us. We let you. You got to sign it. You owe us some money. We won't work. We not. We not saying it that way. And I believe 
Royce and M may be taking it that way. So it is a big misunderstanding. He did do a song though with the Detroit rappers on it. Like, uh, like it was like a compilation. What was it called? Welcome to Detroit was. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, what was that song called? Um, yeah, it was something like that. But who was on there, though? I know. It wasn't Big Sean on there? Oh, yeah. Sean was on there. I think Days Loaf was on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, so make sure you're not dissing nobody for no reason. Listen, I got love. Everybody f- with me. I got love for Sean. I got love for yeah. Days, T Grey. I f- every mm-hmm. artist from Detroit. We just talking about him. Yeah, and yeah. I f- with his music. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't I don't know him. We don't know him. nobody don't we don't know him. We just don't know him. He just don't be out, out like that either. And, and we ain't saying come outside either. We ain't saying, hey bro, come risk everything you built up. Come, you know, come in the middle of the hood and Goddamn, risk your freedom. <laughs> we not saying that, bro. We just, hey, we ain't saying none of that. We just like, hey, bro, listen. I was we got Paul away. Rosenberg at a show where Sada was performing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all, I, ain't, I, I can't speak for her. I know yeah. I, I feel like that. I'm not going to lie. I feel like that. Holmes, an icon. You know, I idolized him at one point, and I do think he is the greatest rapper of all time with at least one of them, and that's never going to change. He have done a lot for the community and for the city of Detroit ain't nobody taking none of that away we just saying musically you know we got a we got a vibe right now i know me if i if i had that wave that m had i know how i'm playing it i already embrace all the young mm-hmm. coming up i already do that and i ain't nowhere in that type of position but i do that cuz it's the right thing because one one conversation might keep a young from crashing out that's mm-hmm. all it takes. It's just a little push, a little motivation. You know, I see so many people who 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 life may be good and they may be doing well in life from the outlook and in, but to them they not where where they at. They not where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And everybody feel like that at times. You know what I'm saying? So any any type of motivation, a change a person, entire outlook on their self for their career, all it takes is, hey bro, I see you. That's it. Keep right, doing you. what you're doing. You're yeah. doing the right thing. You know, you ain't got to go crash out. Whatever you're doing is working because I see you. It could be a tweet. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I see you. Yeah. You know I the feel type like that of, can happen. Yeah, you know the type of inspiration you gotta be for to for, for people to want that from you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Like that mean you are inspiring, homes. Like you really inspiring. I just want you to say, hey bro, keep going. That's it. That's, That's it. it. I don't know if this is true and it could be totally wrong. They said are you and Eminem from the same block? Yeah, Eminem from uh he from I, he from Bradford. I'm from Bradford. I'm from Sanford oh, and Bradford. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. He went to Osborne. I went to Osborne too. Wow. That's high school in our hood. Oh, so this is a different this is very personal for you then, in a way. I, I mean, it ain't it ain't personal. It's just, you know, I, I, I just I got a different level of understanding and, and you know, understanding my position mm-hmm. so sometimes you know I get I get carried away and I understand other people's position as mm-hmm. well and they might not understand their position and I know how much we struggling right now and I ain't talking about it as artists I'm talking about it as a community right, right, as right. people period and I know everything count every helping hand count and we need that our city need every city need that anything count every helping hand and that's all we we asking for, we ain't asking for no money, we ain't asking to be signed, we ain't asking to come risk your life, come mm-hmm. risk your freedom. We just saying, bro, can we see you? Goddamn, like, you know, but it's all good though. And like I say, he don't that man don't owe nobody. You know, ain't nobody done nothing for him. So however, however, however you feel, it is what it is, bro. All right, we'll see what can happen. Yeah, I want a feature. <laughs> that no, I'm talking. Oh, see, look, <laughs> now you don't mess it up. No, I got it. No, I'm talking. <laughs> All right, we got more with Ice with Vezza when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Ice with Vezzo. Charlemagne. I also read that you manifested the QC deal while you was in prison. I did. I did. I did. I told that to. We was in the TV room. I told that to my little homie Rello, Free Rello, he about to come on in a minute. And um, we was watching the BET Awards, and I told him like, bro, you know what? When I get out, I'm signing with, I'm signing with QC. Mm-hmm. I like how Buddy move. I like how they rock. If on the out looking in, it felt like he let the artists do what they want to do, mm-hmm. and he and he rock. He they come up with a plan, and he get behind that plan for them. I manifested that. I manifested everything in my life. I manifested my wife. I told her mom when I was 14, I'm gonna marry her daughter. We gonna get, I'm, I'm, I, I, no, real talk. I told my, my wife, mom that, listen, I'm gonna marry your daughter. I'm gonna become a millionaire. I'm gonna buy her a home and we gonna have children. And I did every last one of them. Wow. I married her, bought her a home and I had kids by her. Does her mom remember that? She remember that. You're like wow. a She talk too. about it all the time. <laughs> it, it ain't even the psych. It's just I'm big on manifestation. Right. I know how serious it is, how real it is. Like, I I literally do vision boards. Like, I believe in this stuff. Like, it's real. Like, it really worked. You know, you really got a vision what it is you want, and you can get it. It worked like that. You know, you gotta. You just got to... You gotta, you gotta be a good person at the end of the day, too. You know, you gotta do the right thing. You gotta treat people right. You gotta conduct yourself right you know and properly but you heard that the vision board that's real i really manifest everything i did i tell you this all the time man these conversations coming from you are so important the 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 loving your wife you know what i mean letting people know your wife is your backbone the manifestation conversations me and you have conversations about mental health and how important it is to keep your mental health together like you got to keep having those conversations man and being an entrepreneur i think that's important too being a you know having run your own own businesses yeah i think uh encouraging people to do that no doubt. Yeah, I think that's important. I, 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 w- I want, I want a lot of more black men to talk more about mental health, and mm-hmm. you know, and 
it, it, bro, it's not, it's not, I'm, it's, I'm front of the street, bro. I'm a, I'm a street guy, ex-street guy. I have no problem with, you know, speaking on mental health and, you know, manifestation. This work, it's not lame, bro. It's mm -hmm. cool. Y'all can do that. You know, be yourself. Like, this stuff really work. You know, you want to be successful. You want to, you want to be healthy, have some type of longevity at whatever it is you do. Change some of them ways and read and get some knowledge. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I think, I think somewhere down the line we may be smart, uncool or Word something. Up. You know, I really feel like that. Yeah. Like a lame if he got some type of sense, and that ain't the case. You know what I'm saying? That ain't how it go. Like real street guys is the one who try to do everything in the world to get away from being like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you know the guys that ain't really street. You know, they they do everything in the world to try to be like that. Mm -hmm. They kind of got it backwards. You know, it's, it's just a little off. You know, and as an artist and a rapper, I feel like it's 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 part of my responsibility you know what i'm saying to be 100 and let people know how, how i'm really coming mentally how i think how i operate whatever and they can they can judge me however they want to you know they don't know me and there go that part where you know i don't it's not my job to care what somebody else think about me mm -hmm. either you know what i'm saying so yeah i think that's important for every artist to do that and i know for a fact majority of successful people and successful artists not saying that i'm successful i'm just saying just period like Everybody got some type of sense, you know. Everybody, anybody with some type of longevity, they got some sense. That's right. You know, and it's it's okay to promote that. You know, we gotta push that off. We gotta create a whole new agenda, man. We gotta save our people for it real. It starts with accountability, though. Absolutely. That's why my favorite question to ask brothers nowadays. Let's say, hey, man, what do you hate more, reading or accountability? Accountability, without a doubt. <laughs> I'm guilty of it at times. Yeah, all of us are. And I know, and I know I'm wrong. I'm still guilty of that. Mm -hmm. You know, we just are. That's just how it is. You found it. You've been back to Inception lately. Nah, I'm gonna go back. Uh, I'm going back in December. Okay, okay, okay. I really enjoyed myself there, bro. That, that really worked. Like, man, Holmes had you. you did you get? Did you hook up to like the brain I'm brain thing? training? Huh? Oh, yeah, man. David. bro, yeah. he showed me how fast my mind was moving. Like, <laughs> I had so much in my mind. Like, bro, I really, I genuinely needed. The, I needed that, and I'm going to do it again in December. You ain't did the float tank. You got to do the float tank. No, nah, I got to do that. You I ain't got to do that. the float tank. I ain't did the float tank. That, but that. Me up, bro. The brain training. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, what? Like, my mind was like really racing, bro. Like, really racing. You know what I'm saying? You know what else? I gotta get it. I gotta start trying to. I don't know how to meditate. Like, I ain't never meditated in no shit like that. I learned two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, two years ago. My, my homegirl Debbie Brown taught me how to like properly meditate. You gotta get the beads. When you get the beads and you get a mantra and you counting your beads and chanting your mantra at the same time. Yeah, it'll 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 help you out. Man, I try to meditate. That shit lasts all of a minute. <laughs> but that shit I'm going to work. Your mind is racing. Yeah, That's a good start. Racing, but no. Nah. Have you found a way to slow slow it down? Slow your mind down? I'm still trying to find ways. Like I, I just I'm a think tank, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it it bothers me, bro. I gotta ask my mind to stop thinking. At times, I just I just think a lot, you know. I think I think I weigh. I think I put a lot of problems on my shoulders not just my problems but other people's as well mm -hmm. and i think i got a problem with feeling responsible for other for other people you know things that i haven't caused them or i wasn't involved in in at all but i just you know i just take it on because i i understand when somebody may need me you know and i try to be there and you know i add they stress on my shit, my mind just my be everywhere you're bro. empath you feel other people's Pain. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really do. I do. I really do. 
So I'm trying to figure that part out, brother. We're going to get to it, though. You heard? Now, now, we know you got Babyface Ray. We got uh, 42 Doug. You. Who are the new pillars of the Detroit rap scene other than those three? Man, there's so many turned up in Detroit right now. We got uh, Doug, Face, T, Sada. Got them uh, Baby Tron. Oh, oh fuck. Boys. Yeah, baby <laughs> money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Skiller baby. Baby Tron, I'm not going to lie, he's killing it. Okay, Skiller nah, baby, turned. I got to talk about him for a second. I saw that video of him in the studio. I don't know. I ain't see that. You didn't see that? Nah, you know what I'm talking about? I ain't see that. Skiller baby is one of the funniest people. Like, if you. Yeah. Yeah. He turned. Him and Sada did lip service together. They did? Yeah. yeah. And he, when I, that might have been one of the funniest episodes. No, nah, that's hard. Uh, he turned the uh, uh, Gmo stay. It's a lot, man. It's a lot of artists. Everybody turned. And what about the women? Got Peasy, of course, Cash Dial, Pretty Brea, Jasmine Renee, Nisha Nashay, Steel, Lena, Ladonna. She turned up like Detroit got a crazy music scene. We still got Chopper Boy, Ray Ray, Tay B. He's super lit. Like, we got a lot of people. And the producers, Ant Beats. O2 Twin, he turned up. Ant mm -hmm. Beats, hell of a. The little, uh, little homie, ATG Beats. He a little Indian guy. That dude, fire on the production. You know, Max Beats. We got IUR Jetto, Webbo, Chucky, SBR Peasy, Butter. Like, I can name so. Detroit really got a good market. What about right Eastside Egg Roll? Oh, Eric Rowe, that's my guy. He turned Eric Rowe funny. He burnt out. Yeah, that's I think he's homie. very... <laughs> yeah. what, what's mi like, what's what? missing? Because I, I look at Detroit, I look <laughs> at Memphis, they got the rappers. Like I, I've been saying Memphis and Detroit got the best rappers for the past couple yeah. of years. W why aren't they getting recognized like the Atlantas? Because Atlanta guys, they kind of, when it comes to music, they just move a little, a little smoother and smarter. They know when it's time to do projects together. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you mm. know, I don't know... Sometimes Detroit seems like we got that complex. Of it got a, it can only be one, mm -hmm. you know, and that don't make sense because that's just like saying it's only one dollar left in the entire world, you know. It, you know, so that's 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 what separates us to me. That's just from, that's just my diagnosis of it. You know, the Atlanta guys they know when to work together. They know when to pull each other up. They know when somebody gets to a certain level, mm -hmm. everybody just push that person over the hump. And you know that guy keep pulling people in you know i think it's just i think and it ain't even really no about no smoke you know because if you really pay attention to detroit like we don't really whoever got a problem with who went that ain't we don't get that to the rest of the world that ain't mm -hmm. the rest of the world business right. we know how to conduct ourselves behind the scenes and handle that shit off the internet you know and i gotta get that to every artist in detroit everybody move like that and think like that but we just gotta figure out how to kind of work together a mm -hmm. little more Let's turn Detroit up real quick, man. When the Gangsta Grills coming out? With December eighth. Okay. Gangsta Grills, we painting the whole city. It's on the floor. Now you want to get in the God Bless the Six with Babyface Ray, or it's all on you with Kodak Black. Which one are you gonna choose? God Bless the Six. Okay. <laughs> you know we from Six Mile. You heard that's our hood. We make sure we put on for the Six at all times. You know what I'm saying? On that record, we just trying to switch it up, do something a little different, mm -hmm. trying to. Go out that box and still have fun at the same time. That's one of my favorite records. Words. Ice Wear Bezel with the Breakfast Club. All right. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was Ice Wear Bezel. Shout out to Bezel. Salute to Bezel. Dropping the clues bombs for Bezel, man. Him and Drama Gangsta Girls coming when he said December 8th, I think he said. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake and 21 Savage. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. 
Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, we've seen Drake and Twenty One Savages promotional campaign for her loss for their album. They've been doing some creative things. Uh, like a tiny desk performance that was fake, a Howard Stern interview that was fake. They also did a fake Vogue magazine cover, and now they're getting sued for using the Vogue name without permission to promote the album. According to legal documents, uh, Condé Nast, which owns Vogue, said the rapper's promotional campaign was built entirely on the unauthorized use of Vogue trademarks and false representations. They would appear on Vogue's next cover with the love and support of longtime editor-in-chief Anna Wintour, according to the complaint that was filed. They said, all of this is false, and none of it has been authorized by Condé Nast. Condé Nast claims Vogue and Anna Wintour have not endorsed her loss in any way and have asked multiple times for all promos using the Vogue name to be taken down, but nothing has been done. They said the defendant's flippant disregard for Condé Nast's rights have left it with no choice but to commence this action. So they are being sued, and the publishing company is asking for at least $4 million in damages. Gosh. Or triple the defendant's profits from their album and counterfeit magazine. They also want punitive damages and an end to any trademark infringement. That's Lord wild. have mercy. I mean, they take their brand seriously. Yeah, but people have been doing this for a long time. Not necessarily just with Vogue, but magazine covers, newspaper covers. You know, people make... Yeah, but it's Drake. The biggest one, the, the one of the biggest artists in the world. And Vogue is a huge publication, and I don't know that Anna Wintour is known for being nice, yeah. <laughs> like pa- that. That's them party flies. Then be talking about nobody care about those. That's was, Drake. It was okay. It party <laughs> flies. You, I know that's what you're talking about. <laughs> and you talking about King Magazine probably? What, what, no, what? I mean you see it on newspapers. You see it on other magazines. What Vogue covers? I never seen nobody talking about Vogue. Not Vogue, but other magazines. You yeah, I never. I mean, like Tiny Desk didn't have an issue with it. Howard Stern didn't have an issue with it. I mean, Howard Stern participated, and Tiny Desk participated, and Vogue. Well, Tiny. Just know they said let's do a real one now after they did the oh they didn't do that on Tiny Desk set no they no. did a oh. fake Tiny Desk and I thought Howard Stern said they chopped up parts of his previous of, of other interviews I don't know if he participated oh that wasn't Howard actually participating <laughs> where you been she said that the other day when she reported I didn't know that I yeah. thought that was I thought Howard was in on it that guy was but right I mean the whole thing was you know spoofs never heard of her say that. huge yeah, she platforms did. she said it was mm. fake but um, no, I knew the interview was fake. I knew it wasn't a real Howard Stern Drake Twenty One interview, but I thought Howard participated in the spoof, mm. in the sketch. Well, Vogue clearly didn't. Yeah, Vogue didn't. <laughs> clearly not Vogue. Right. And so now they're suing. Now Twenty One Savage, for his part, he was on Academics Off the Record podcast, and when asked about whether or not he stands by Drake, because there's a lot of disses on the album that people have been responding to. Here's what he had to say: Any anything he had to get off his chest. You know what I mean? He was getting this shit off. And I wonder what you were thinking. Like, like I don't know if, how the sessions were going. Like, if he's sending you shit too, and you hear that, because he's chatting on there. You know, I'm pointing it out. Like, when he sent me the song, I'm I'm pointing out what I heard. Like, telling him, like, yeah, talk that shit. You gassing it. <laughs> you know I'm gassing. Yeah. I'm behind him. I'm <laughs> nah, standing for real on, Whatever he's standing on, I'm standing on it too. So. I like... What Drake lies. So, <laughs> so say, say, say what you feel. All right. So there you have it. If he's on the album, he was gassing it up even. All right. Take off. Let's talk about him. Um, his album, The Last Rocket, has returned to the Billboard 200 after his passing. He's back on there at number 189. It originally debuted at number four. 
with 49,000 album units sold, equivalent album units sold, when it first came out in 2018. So now it's back uh, there. And Justin Bieber is going to be performing at his memorial service. All phones will be confiscated, by the way. What does that mean? Is Justin doing a ballad or something? Yeah, performance house. Crazy. He must be singing a ballad or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I mean, he's a dedication, I'm sure. Collaborated with the Migos before, mm-hmm. but he is going to be performing, and it's a uh, whatever he's doing, whatever's taking place, all of that stuff is going to be top secret. Mm-hmm. So anybody that does attend, again, it's going to be at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, and no phones allowed. Hey. And people should respect that. Condolences again, absolutely, man. Lord have mercy, in the healing energy to the family at takeoff. All right, now let's discuss. Uh, T.I., his son, Messiah, he's embarking on his own journey as a country music star. Okay. Yes. So Messiah is now doing country music. He's performing under the name Buddy Red. And so he previously posted a video of himself uh, before his show. And here's a video of him uh, actually performing. He said, can you tell it's my first live performance? You all made it feel so good being up there. I appreciate it very much. The song I'm playing is out right now. It's called When I Dream, Buddy Red. He's playing a guitar too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just if you haven't had a chance to see it. Country music slaps, by the way. Some of the best stories uh, come from country music, okay? Best storytelling is in country music. A lot of hip hop and to me, country music got the best storytelling. Here's the actual song, by the way, because he did say it is available streaming. I know things sound different performed live, but just so you guys can get a little mm-hmm. taste of it. With the tilt of her head, she asks, Is something wrong? For at the face of an angel who stared from much too long. I'm already said, <laughs> just a matter mm. of time. I'm just thinking, I've kind of had a lot on my mind. With the touch of his hand, I understand. She now you fool around and watch Buddy Red blow up. <laughs> Buddy Red blow up and be the next Hootie out here, the next Hootie in the Blowfish. Question. I'm, I'm not, not mad a, at it. I'm not a country, uh, I don't indulge in country music, but was there another Buddy Red before? The name sounds familiar, I don't know. I know Buddy Guy. Was there Buddy Red or no? No? no I know Buddy, Buddy Guy, okay. I never heard of Buddy Red. I'm just, I just don't know. I have to put my man Bobby Bones on the uh, Buddy Red, see what he think about uh, Buddy Red. Buddy Red. There's somebody named Buddy Red Bow. Buddy Red Bow. I'm going to text Bobby Bones to dance. Hey, man. Got some new music for you. <laughs> Tell me what you think of this Buddy Red. It's Buddy Red. It's also a color for a portable radiant heater, Buddy Red. It makes so much sense, too. Buddy Red got to go to Nashville. He got to go move to Nashville. And Nashville is white Atlanta, by the way. So, you know, I mean, he, he grew up in black Atlanta. Now you just go to white Atlanta and, you know, get your music career pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you have it. Uh, Buddy Red, guys. And that is the country. Your... The Country Music Awards is tonight, too, by the way. Well, he needs to be there. Well, but maybe Buddy Red will be there. <laughs> tonight. Uh, you know what? Okay. I'm a, what? Since you said Nashville, I was just going to bring something up, but y'all won't probably even know what I'm talking about. But uh, there was this, uh, there's this woman, Takitha. She used to be signed to Wu-Tang. Yeah, I know Takitha. I don't know her personally, but yeah. So when I, last time I was in Nashville, I actually ran into her and her daughter, and they both uh, do country music. I just thought of that when you said Nashville. Okay. And then country music. And then black people doing country music. So that's all. The so shout out to Takitha. Annual. Takitha. Mm-hmm. And um, her daughter, who's also Riz's daughter, 
she also does country music too and they actually sound pretty good so what shout a- out to Prana Supreme and Takita they're actually a group mm. and that is your rumor report well, the 56th annual Country Music Association Awards will be on tonight what is that voice okay yeah, what, what that is voice? that voice such a country uh, voice I don't know <laughs> it's offensive I think it's Bob- Bobby might be hosting it tonight is he <laughs> what a friend you are who are you giving your donkey to man uh, do it in your country voice Four after the hour, I <laughs> can't my Invisalign's in. I had to put this. I'm actually on my third Invisalign because you know you got to switch it every two weeks. You know, nothing more humbling than when you smell your Invisalign, but that's a whole other story. Uh, four after the hour, uh, mm-hmm. a young man who tried to rob a Louis Vuitton store needs to come to the front of the congregation. They haven't released his name because he's only oh. 17, but we'll discuss. Did you see the video? I did. Hilarious. I wanted to play, I wanted to play a game, but I seen the video. I don't even know what race he is. Oh, right, because you can't really tell. No. All right, great. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet <laughs> say out his mouth. Just because I say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but, like, I mean no harm. Yes, dog here today for Wednesday, November 9th. Let me make sure that's the day. I'll be getting my dates wrong. I'm getting old, y'all. Wednesday, November 9th uh, goes to a young 17-year-old man from Bellevue, Washington. Okay, he's 17 years old. So his name hasn't been released yet. But, you know, we had an interesting call this morning during uh, Tell Him Why You're Mad, Get It Off Your Chest. And a brother called and questioned, you know, do I ever think about the embarrassment? Uh, I cause people when I do dog here today. Let's listen, right? You're kind of embarrassing certain people who are, the majority of them are not, celebrities so that their faces are not um nobody really knows them except for the people who they know you say they state and where they're from obviously the people who know them know where they live and stuff so it becomes not only an embarrassment but a target you know uh, uh he also continued in the conversation the example he used um as as embarrassing was brandon mcmahon a young man who I gave Donkey of the Day to earlier this week who decided to rob a vape store with a pistol, and in the middle of doing it, he said he was playing. Now, what type of world do we live in that I would be asked, do I feel like I'm embarrassing people when they do stuff like that? Seems to me you're more worried about me bringing attention to these situations than you are about the young people who committing these crimes. This is why I be asking a simple question, and I hate to ask it in front of mixed company, but... I want y'all to answer this amongst yourselves when you're out and about today. Make sure you quote me, Charlemagne the God, Brother Lenard, and Uncle Charlotte, posing a simple question this morning. What do niggas hate more, reading or accountability? I'm trying not to say the N-word anymore, but this is a question for us. What do niggas hate more, reading or accountability? Discuss amongst yourselves, okay? We really are in the most apolitical, anti-intellectual, blame everyone but you for your BS era ever. And today's donkey has proven that point because in Bellevue, Washington, this 17-year-old man and a couple of his friends decided to go in the Louis Vuitton store and steal. They wanted the boost, all right? We've seen these videos online where these kids are just running up in these designer stores and taking stuff. Well, same rules applied in this situation, all right? Two people walk in Louis Vuitton and just started snatching handbags from the wall and, you know, pulling them from their security tags, and then they just walked out. Let me tell you something. When I was this age, I did brainless crimes like this, too, all right? Never in no designer store, but there used to be a convenience store uh, called Scotchman. In Monk's Corner, South Carolina, I used to walk in there, grab a 12-pack of Michelob Light or some Bud Ice and walk right out like I own the place. I, I didn't even try to conceal what I steal. All right. So I overstand the stupidity, stupidity of it all. But when I would steal like this, I knew where the door was. This young man, after his two friends, just walked out the front door. All right. This young man, he didn't do what they did. 
All right, no, this young man has watched one too many movies, one too many TV shows, because this young man tried to make a run for it by jumping, jumping through a window. Okay, I don't mean jumping through an open window. I'm talking about the big, huge glass joints that you see in stores, all right, that in movies people just be getting thrown to or just drive cars through or run and bust through. But this young man realized quite quickly that this ain't a movie, dog. All right, for the record, movies use breakaway glass, all right? They're, they're used by stunt professionals for safety reasons. <laughs> he tried to run and slam through this window and knocked his stupid ass unconscious. <laughs> Y'all right? have to go watch That's this video. funny. I've seen I it like it. seven times. My sleep. Night, night. Freddy Krueger coming to see you. Deep REM sleep, which he probably needed. Because when you're making decisions like this, you haven't slept that good in a while. And deep REM sleep is good for your brain. It restores your brain and is good for your memory and learning. And you need to remember this moment forever, sir, and learn from it, all right? Because you need not repeat it. And this is why I do Donkey of the Day, because these are all teachable moments. We all have to learn from the mistakes of others, okay? What's that quote? Uh, smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. If y'all not learning from these people's mistakes, I don't know what to tell you. Now, after this 17-year-old decided to take a self-inflicted nap in the Louis store, a security guard jogged over, kneeled on the teen's back, and handcuffed him. Uh, the 17-year-old boy was part of a retail retail theft ring, and when they got him, he was said to be stealing $18,000 in items. No way I'm more wrong for shedding light on the crime he committed than he is for committing the crime. And also, you need to do yourself a favor, please, and go watch this video because this young man <laughs> should be embarrassed because this is embarrassing, all right? Once again, what do niggas hate more? Reading our accountability. I provide accountability. So please give this young 17-year-old un unidentified teen uh, the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Yeehaw. <laughs> you got to watch the video. Hilarious. Uh -huh. Hilarious. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. Again, 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, yes. My name is Angel, and I'm from Houston. Hey, Angel from Houston. What's your question for Yeezy? My question is, how can I be able to trust a woman overall, again, after being cheated on multiple times by multiple women? Uh -huh. All right, so are you in a situation right now where you're trying to trust someone, well, or are you just concerned about being able to ever date again? Well, right now, I have a few girls trying to, you know, take it farther than the French states, but I myself don't feel comfortable, you know, trusting them 100%. So my question to you is, how do I open myself up again to let myself be vulnerable again? Um, I think that it's a difficult thing because we learn from our past experiences and a lot of times we take that baggage into new relationships. But mm -hmm. everything should be a clean slate. 
It should be okay. It should be I trust you until I don't. Now, some people lead with I don't trust you until you earn it, mm-hmm. and it feels like that's where you're coming from. And I also feel like we have to know our intuition. When you were cheating on before, cheated on before, were you completely caught off guard, or did you have some type of of intuition that told you this was going on? Well, one of the situations, you know, I love it when a girl asks me for my cell phone. Because then I get to check her cell phone. Oh, my gosh. And what people don't realize is that Snapchat and Instagram saves your data, and you can request your data even if you've deleted everything. So while they're going through my phone, I'm requesting their deleted data. And by the time they're done checking my phone, and I've already seen all their, their deleted messages, you know? So This is no way to be in a relationship where you're checking each other's phones because yeah. you don't trust each other. Yeah, you're looking yeah. at what was deleted. Sometimes you're seeing things that might have happened before you or maybe you just started a relationship and there's some other uh, things that have to get cut off that haven't gotten completely cut off because you guys aren't in a committed relationship yet. I mean, that's a lot to go through. The fact And can you be trusted is another question. You said you're talking to multiple different women. Are you the type of person well, when you're in a relationship, you're all in and you don't stray? Oh, yes, yes, of course. You know, as as a man, I feel like I got to be loyal when I'm with a woman or living with a woman, you know. But when I'm single, I'm single, you know. But but I have been cheating on every relationship. And I don't know if it's because I'm just young and these girls are just young and reckless. But I haven't had not one girl be loyal. And it's also the kind of women that you might mm, be attracted well, to as well. <laughs> Because sometimes when you're young, you are attracted to those women that are... Okay, okay, yeah. So, what are you saying yeah about? Um, I mean, I, I, you can't really know how a person is set up by just looking at them. You know, you know, not everything that glitters is gold. So, I, I do start my relationships, you know, with, with happy expectations, you know, and, you know, healthy thoughts and, you know, let me trust her, but they always seem to mess it up. Because sometimes right guys now, do go after those women that everybody's going yeah. after, right? That they also like because they're a little elusive, you know, yeah, yeah. and that might feel attractive, but then there's a lot that comes with that, too. Yeah. I guess I should just keep trying. That's what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is think about, A, always lead by example. So if okay. what you want is somebody that's loyal and committed to you, mm-hmm. I don't think that giving up your phone and going through a person's phone is a way to try to establish that. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like that already sets a bad taste in everybody's mouth because basically you're establishing the fact yeah. that we don't trust each other. And so let's do these things. Let me look through your deleted messages. Now that I don't trust you, how am I supposed to give you my all? When you go into a oh, relationship, yeah. just understand that you being open and honest should lead to the other person being open and honest. And can you handle the truth and do you want to hear it? Also think about the people that you're attracting and who you like, right? Because sometimes you do like those women that are more challenging, who might you know be the ones that are are uh, how do you meet them are you meeting them on social media are you meeting them out are they introductions from friends are these referrals how are you meeting these women uh it varies you know it could be at the supermarket it could be at starbucks it could be at the gas station it could be on instagram you know because a woman can also tell if you're not all in and she's not going to sacrifice and stop talking yeah. to other people if I don't feel like he's all into me either, so I'm not going to act like I'm in a committed relationship if he's doing other things. And it does take a while to establish trust. It does take a period of time of us dating and then being like, I'm cutting off everything. All right, yeah, I'm cutting off everything too. We're going to be together. And sometimes when you don't trust somebody, uh, they might look at you like, what is he doing? Yeah, yeah. 
And I also honestly go by this. What's the worst thing that could happen, right? You have to really make that effort. The worst thing that could happen is this person cheated on me, I found out, and, you know, at least I gave it my all. But there's nothing worse than when you don't at least make the effort to give your all to a relationship and you what it could have been, you know? All you can control is how you act and what your behavior is. You can't control what anybody else does, but you can still be uh, the person that you know you want somebody how you want somebody to treat you so I, I do believe in leading by example I do believe for myself unless you give me a reason not to trust you I'm gonna lead with okay I'm gonna give you an opportunity this is an open book but I do also believe my intuition if my intuition is telling me something's going on something's not right I don't need to check your phone to find that out mm-hmm. yeah I understand that because how it started with one of them is I had a dream she was cheating on me and <laughs> I came to ask her and I was just, you know she she was a woman in other, she was like, yeah, I, I slept with him. And I, I'm like, I'm only asking you because I dreamed about it, but you're confessing, so. <laughs> All so right. I'll leave you with the intuition part. So yeah, well, thank you so much for your time, Angela. No problem, good luck. And like you Have said, you're day. young, so, you know, don't put too much on yourself. All right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club, good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Good morning, good morning. I want to stay anonymous because I'm a little embarrassed and I know she's listening right now. Okay, anonymous. What's your question for Yee? All right, so what's going on is I've been talking to this girl since June and we've been doing everything. Uh, but I'm, I want to be in a relationship with her, and she tells me no. She uh, all she wants is the sex. She don't want nothing else. But like I really want to be with her, and so like I'm just trying to figure out what I got to do. What do I have to do? Well, if somebody doesn't want to be with you, you can't force them or convince them to do that. It's up now. She told you what she wants. You have to decide how you want to move forward. If she wants, to, uh, if you want a relationship and she doesn't, but you're content with you guys just having sex and sleeping together, you have to ask yourself, can you handle that? I mean, maybe one day she'll come around, maybe she won't, but understand that she's being open and honest with you. Why doesn't she want to be with you? I don't know. I guess it's just hitting. I don't know. I really couldn't tell. Like she just said, this is just just once right now. Okay. Like, I'm just and if you're. And- and it's okay if you're not okay with that. I don't think that you should settle for what somebody gives you if you know what it is that you want. And sometimes the best way for somebody to realize I don't want to lose him in my life is for that person to lose you and realize I don't know what I had until it was gone. Or you could step away and, you know, she could really mean it. She doesn't want to be with you, but she is being honest. And you have to believe when somebody tells you this is not what I want. If you make the decision to continue having sex with her, that's on you. That's a choice that you made. And it's okay if you do want to just continue to be with her and sleep with her, but if you're going to get your feelings involved and your feelings are going to be hurt, it might not be the best idea for you. Okay, okay. Woo. What do you this think you want to do? I love sex, so I ain't about to just let that go, but I, like, I'm, in a, I'm in a pickle, you feel me? Yeah, I'll she likes your pickle. Till I find something new, but I don't, don't want to find nothing new. <laughs> Man, that is so pause worthy. I'm in a pickle. I'm gonna ride this pickle out until. <laughs> uh, is she is she seeing other people? No, I ain't riding no pickles. I assume she's seeing other people too. <laughs> uh, I hope not, but it it could be. It could be going on. 
Well, just be safe. I do want to give you that advice. So just know she could potentially be sleeping with other people. So protect yourself. Good luck. Protect your pickle. All right. For sure, y'all. Okay. Please. Don't cry. He sounds so sad. Why? Listen, I don't know why he was embarrassed to give his name um, for that, but I think guys always feel like women want to be in a relationship, and sometimes Clearly we not. do just want sex. <laughs> My goodness. Ask ye 800-585-1051. Now you got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about relationships more. DJ Mustard, his estranged wife, is talking about signing a prenup and shooting with him in the gym, but walking away from everything. She's being honest about their breakup. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Great. I'm not supposed to turn on the mics until she says that, but... Well, don't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. They always they always wait to the last minute to turn mine on. Because they know I'm saying something like I got we no know, We absolutely. I usually turn your mic on just because of that reason. See? See? I hate you. All right. Let's get to the room. What's wrong with you, man? Amazing. <laughs> let's get to the room. Wow. Let's talk Gilly. I hate you. It's time. Spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Gilly was leaving the airport in Dallas and he got stopped. He perceived this to be racial profiling as he was uh, an American Airlines flight and a TSA agent who, by the way, I didn't realize that was a TSA agent. I thought that was one of those secret people that be on the plane. The, what do they call them? The marshals? The yeah, air marshals? Yes, marshals, air marshals. The, the dude with the cowboy hat and the, and the cowboy Yeah, boots? I was like, that's just a TSA. I don't he think he was like nobody. Hat. Yeah, Has it been confirmed that he's been anybody? I, I didn't see no identification on him. He had the anything. Herschel Walker Texas Ranger badge. He had the big ass cowboy hat. And, yeah, and, I didn't and see they, no don't, they don't accost you like that coming off no flight. Now he said, plane full of white folks leaving Dallas, and the only black man is asked, does he have illegal narcotics in his bag? Here's what happened. Do I got illegal drugs in my bag? What are you talking sir, about? You searched your own bag. Am I searching your You asked me, could you search it? So I searched it for you. Don't lie to the camera. Come on, man. Don't lie to the camera. You walked up and picked me out. Get away from me. You searched your own bag. You picked me out, man. You searched your own bag. You picked me out. Where are my at? For what? I'm probably the richest person on this plane. Get away from me, man. You smell like marijuana. It's illegal in Texas. I smell like marijuana. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Be real and don't lie. What do you mean? Be real, you don't lie. Don't lie. Is you talking to man? Be serious. Smell like marijuana. Pick the wrong one today, huh? And Gillian Wallow can't help but be comedy, man. Even in serious situations, man. Drop on the clues bumps with Gillian Wallow. I think Gilly got got though. I don't think that person was nobody. Yeah, he just came up to. I don't think he was nobody. Like, he, was, he didn't he, have a no type of u- uniform. He had and he told bag. and he told Gilly to search his own bag. No, he said you searched your own. You bag. searched your own bag. I guess because I guess said Gilly it. started pulling stuff out. He was like, you searched your own bag. That's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't have searched no bag. You, yeah, he you just had a badge on like that. That was that. That guy mm-hmm. was nobody. Gilly said, "You know, you want to look in here. You asked me, could you search my bag? So I searched it for you." So I don't know who that guy was. <laughs> but Dallas is serious when it comes to that. I remember, Amon Shumper got arrested uh, what a month ago, two months ago, hey, out in Dallas. The same yeah, day. but that was going through actual airport security. He was going through the but airport security. But you know they security. do have it right before you go on a plane. They usually the guy pull had you on a backpack side. and everything. They, they usually pull you to the side and they pull you out and they check your bags. That happened to me once. How many times has Gilly been pulled over that he started searching himself? How many times has Gilly been pulled over in his life? But don't, he started searching but don't TSA himself? agent have to wear like some type of uniform? <laughs> 
Gilly, like, the I know guy had on a backpack, a cowboy hat, a plaid shirt. He was just a Dallas Cowboy fan, it seemed like. It. Gilly said, I know the procedure. <laughs> I, have the re- I have the right to remain silent. <laughs> the guy said, you searched your own bag. I didn't search it. Because that's what you told me to. <laughs> Salute my guy, Gilly. Well, since y'all talked man. about Dallas and the Cowboys, oh, Odell oh, Beckham Jr., maybe he's going to get picked up by the Cowboys. I heard. De- December, they said, maybe. Let yeah, so... You know, Jerry Jones has uh, stepped in and he was talking to 105.3, the fan in Dallas. He made it very clear he would love to have OBJ on the roster. He said he is someone we have all the appreciation in the world for, what he is as a competitor, and know that the Cowboys star on the helmet when he puts it on could look pretty good. Yeah, Jerry hit me about that. Uh, Yo, I, shut I, up. I, Jerry I hit you about that. No, no, he, he did. No, he did. No, he didn't. No, him and Dak hit me. I approved shut it. Up. They did. They DM'd me. No, I approved it. it. The shout to Odell, man. I want Odell to win, man. I love what what he did when oh, he was Oh, so you're admitting that if he goes to the Cowboys, we'll win. There you go. Drop on the clue bomb for NBA. Shout out honest. to Odell. I love you what he did with the win. Giants. I want him to get. I want him to get signed with a team. I just so happens if it's the, if it's the Dallas Cowboy, but now, I just want him to do well. I'll tell you what he said. He said whether it's Buffalo, whether it was Green Bay calling the Cowboys reunion with the Giants. I want to be able to spill my last. Not saying I only got three or four seasons left, but these next three or four years into something where I can buy a home, like I can call this place home. I'm tired of living out of two week suitcases. I've done the rock and roll life. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, now, speaking of sports, Jay-Z was spotted having dinner with Jeff Bezos, Amazon founder and CEO, earlier this week, and that has fueled those rumors about them purchasing the NFL's Washington Commanders. So they were at Horses in L.A. on Monday night, and word got out they have a mutual interest in putting a bid for the team that's now owned by Daniel Snyder. They said the meeting was pretty important because the restaurant is closed on a Monday, so they were there. That's how you know Hov is really about that paper because he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way in hell I'm spending no money on the Washington uh, Commanders from the Cowboys. It's an investment, though. I know. Like Hov was a Knicks fan, and then he did the whole Brooklyn Nets thing. I, hey, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. A good sad. investment's a good investment. It'd be nasty to see him in a, a team uh, for sale, and you have an opportunity. All right, now SZA, uh, she just posted a teaser. She said, happy birthday to me clock starts now so happy belated birthday because this was yesterday and Mm -hmm. here's the teaser that she put up i don't want nobody calling me anything but number one no i got problems i don't know how to take losses even when even when they all ask causes i was my energy plenty serve me the baby miami but i read the in the henny i read the pay you with pennies pissing you off just to get off some inspiration to coffee still dodging Sound like she's looking for a man now. Like she wanna be settled down. She wanna be booed up now. What happened to the weekend, sis? Huh? What happened to my man is is my man, is your man, her is her man too. What happened to all that? I mean, huh? she hates him huh? now. Huh? Six years later, things have changed, huh? Yeah, she hates him now. You mm. heard it. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you want it, if I hate you. Mm-hmm. Let's play it right now, Envy in the Mix. It's French Montana's birthday. <laughs> it was Scissor's birthday yesterday. Did you do a Scissor mix? Of course he didn't. We play Scissor mm-hmm. every morning, every every three she songs. She got more than one song. Yeah, well, we play you like... You could have did a whole mix. Is Scissor album coming out this year? I mean, that teaser can't... Holiday would be a great time for a Scissor album. She's a heavy hitter. She could do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Well, again, shout out to French Montana. Today is birthday. Let's start the mix off with some French Montana. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, who's on your show tomorrow? Tomorrow night, 11.30 p.m. on Comedy Central, my late night talk show, Hell of a Week. Uh, Ida Rodriguez, Neil Brennan, D.L. Hughley, and uh, somebody else who I'll remember tomorrow and let y'all know who it is. But uh, DVR us, tune in live, whatever you need to do. Scream us on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we out here. All right. You got a positive note? I do have a positive note, man. And the positive note is simply this. Never accept anything less than what you deserve. Remember, you teach people how to treat you. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts